back that back in Taiwan. Now come think of it. Yep. When I was a kid. So very cool. All right, let's uh, let's jump back in. Um, you guys are seeing my should be seeing my screen here. Let's see. Yep, you got it. So a couple more things we'll call it a night or call it a month, I guess. <clears throat> um, what you want to think about is when you understand the power of the LTH concept, um, it really, really opens your eyes. And when you start applying the long-term aspect to it, it's truly an eye-opener. So what I'd suggest you do is, you know, if you've got a kid, if you've got a grandkid, do it. If you've got a child, do it. Um, consider starting a, an LTH account for each one of your kids and or grandkids if you've got there, if you're that old and you know what an Etch-a-Sketch is. Um, and set it up. You have to figure out the account naming stuff. But, you know, custodial account's probably the most appropriate. And put in, I don't know, at a minimum $50 a month. If you can make it $100 a month, that's fine. And when appropriate, so July through October, you want to look to buy LTH stocks for them. And you use the charting rules in the process we've been describing all day. I wouldn't go more than six for them. You know, but pick a, uh, pick a couple. <clears throat> and I wouldn't be as focused on the dividend-paying stocks because you're – stepping into something where I have the opportunity to buy a growth stock and then concept, you know, teach them the basic concepts of this. <clears throat> you know, if you pick up a, I mean, I don't know if you want to go as aggressive as Tesla, you can do Apple. Um, it's really totally up to you, but the idea is you can do a McDonald's, you do a Walmart, but you're teaching them the concept of owning a business. And then over the next, you know, 20 some odd years, depending on how old they are, let them choose the next six stocks as they become adults. And if they did nothing more than $50 a month and did proper buy points on the LTH concept, it's easily worth a few million dollars by the time they reach 65. And how, do you, how did I come up with that? Just run the numbers with a reasonable ROI and you carry it forward, you know, 40, 50, 60 years, the number gets huge. And you understand $50 may, you know, $50 when I first wrote the class, you know, 10 years ago or whatever it was, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a nice dinner today. It's, it's a nice pizza, you know, in a few years, hell it'll <laughs> used to be, it would buy an, you know, if gas was expensive, it would pay for a tank of gas. <clears throat> and so you can see with inflation that $50 a month will be even lower or will be have less value than it does today, which says you should be able to bump that number in the future to a bigger number, which in turn bumps that number from at least a few million to something much more substantial. And this is doing it without any insurance, without selling any covered calls, just the, the continual contribution of that 50 or $100 a month, whatever number you can swing. If you put it in a spreadsheet, it is eye-popping. Strongly encourage you to do that for a kid or kids. <clears throat> Next thing to talk about is the nightly homework process or the nightly analysis process. Some of you are still taking way too many hours doing this. You should be able to complete your nightly chart review in the range of an hour, hour and a half. And when you do that, focus all your, all, all, all your attention to the task at hand when you're reviewing charts. Don't let yourself get, don't let yourself get distracted. So that means turn off the TV, turn off the music, put the kids to bed, 
and then you, you you're going to find as you get into this spending 60 to 90 minutes isn't when i say isn't enough you can do your nightly homework there's additional chart study that you're going to want to do and so you can add more time on a on a daily basis on a regular basis on the weekends whatever you can fit in but doing the nightly analysis you should be able to get done with an out within an hour to an hour and a half now there's going to be times <clears throat> where you'll notice a chart pattern or something that's eye-catching or something that you heard Wen talk about today or that you've heard Lamb talk about in the past. It's not necessarily a trade or it's not necessarily something you understand, but you're starting to see the chart tendencies on something you hadn't noticed before. And then what you do is you go back and you study that to see if you're seeing something. <clears throat> what most people do is they go down that rabbit hole of research in the midst of doing their nightly analysis and they, they never complete their nightly homework steps. So go through the homework first. And as you see something that looks interesting or eye-catching, make note of it and then come back to it. <clears throat> An easy way to do this, go buy a spiral, you know, spiral-bound notebook and put it, you know, in big black bold letters on there, entitle it, you know, research or, or questions something like that. And whenever you find yourself wanting to go research something, just jot it down in that notebook and keep making notes on it that way. And then when you've got some time, flip through those research topics or questions that you come up with and choose one of them that looks that choose one of them to pursue that is in that notebook that looks interesting or sounds interesting. And if you do it that way, it will save you hours and hours and hours of chart chasing. As you're doing your nightly analysis, if a chart doesn't jump out at you, consider moving on to the next one. You are looking for the setups that make you sit up. Because what happens is if you stare at an unattractive chart for too long, it will cause, if lack of a better word, causes delirium. But really what it does is you'll talk yourself into saying that this is attractive. You'll talk yourself into something that really isn't there. <clears throat> when you come across a chart that looks promising, and, said, and you may think, oh, I want to research this one further. Don't do the research right then. Write the ticker down, move on to the next one, get through the entire watch list. And once you've then gone through the entire watch list, then you go back and you study or you research the ones that caught your eye. And that's how you can be sure and get through the watch list within an hour, an hour and a half. And then you do a deeper dive on the ones that come up on your short list. Some of those, as you do a deeper dive, you're going to drop them off the off the candidate list, there's you know not enough reasons for or too many reasons against doing the trade. But that's the idea behind it, because <clears throat> what you want to find, what you want to be aware of, is if you spend too much time doing the nightly homework, if you're not getting it done within an hour, hour and a half. You're going to burn out before you get good at it, and you get burned out because you're going down the rabbit hole of research, and you find you're taking a lot of false starts. And people get on me every once in a while saying, you know, there's no way I can get good at this doing hour and hour and a half of, my, of work every night. That isn't what I said. Your homework takes you hour, hour and a half. It's going through the watch list. And then to improve the additional study is hours over and above that. <clears throat> and then during the, mar during the market day, how often do you look at charts? Unless you're down watching the one minute or the five minute candle by candle by candle, you well, ignoring that example, you if you look at the market for 30 minutes in a day, that's a lot. 
again, if you're down on the one minute, you're staring at it a lot more frequently. But if you're using a 233, hey, you check it, you know, LA time, 1023 in the morning, 1025 in the morning. And then again, a few minutes before the close. If you've got a setup on a 55 or a potential setup that you saw last night doing the analysis, and you say to yourself, this one could set up or could signal tomorrow, you check it after the first hour. So LA time, you're checking it at 725. If it's not set up, you check it again at 820, 9.15, 10.10, 11.05, noon. <clears throat> so it doesn't require all-out study each time. You're doing a quick glance to see if it's giving you a possible setup. That's all we're looking to do. Um, what else have we got? <clears throat> You've been given a ton of knowledge and a ton of info today. And a lot of you expect to come to class, you get the knowledge, and then you think that you'll be successful simply because you're just sitting here listening to it. And it doesn't work that way. What it takes is you come to class, you get the knowledge, and then you got to practice what was discussed. And it's you that must do the work because it's the work that makes you successful. You focus on the task that's hand, and the objective is always proper entry, intelligent exit, according to plan. <clears throat> and trading well and being successful in the market, that's all that matters. All that other crap going on, let yourself distract you. Avoid the distraction as best you can. And I've heard over and over and over again from people, those that do the work long enough think it's well worth it. And those that don't, they'll never know. And you get to decide what group you want to be in. It's totally up to you. There's nobody stopping you other than you. Any questions before I uh, turn you loose on the world? Hey, Chris. Sir? Um, can I, do you, by any chance, do you have um, any book recommendation that in increase attention span? Kongdi, let me ask a different question. It's not to you. Somebody approached me at the mixer in January. And they were telling me that they had taken a speed reading course and they love it. And I cannot remember who that is. You don't have to identify yourself, but send me a text or something so I know who you are, because I want to ask you about that. And I, I'm going to get hit with a whole bunch of people. Man, I want to do that. Um, but there was someone that told me they did a speed reading class and absolutely loved it. And for the life of me, <laughs> it's been bugging me for a couple of months. I can't remember who it is or who it was. So now, Kongdi, back to your question. Um, books that can help you with, what is it, keeping your attention? Yeah, because I try to sit and watch that one minute every day, and that gets, boring. yeah, I get distracted. Not, not boring, I still really like it, it I just get distracted. So uh, if you get to the point, if you're doing the prediction work, and if you're staring at the one minute, you can look at it for a period of, you look at it and go, that's not going to do anything for a while, you know, based on what you see on the five and the 13, the 55. At that point, walk away for a little bit. Because other Condi, yes. otherwise, Condi, you're staring at this thing for 390 minutes. That's, that's exhausting. The, the challenging part is every time I walk away, the setup is there. And when I come back, it's gone. Um, no problem. So what that says then is that you're predict you're not seeing the predict you're not doing the predictive stuff correctly, and that's a great learning exercise. So that that's cool. I don't care. You miss a trade, you learn something. 
and go back and say, okay, what did I miss? How did I not, unless you're stepping away for an hour, but you know, step away for you know, X number of minutes. I'm going to walk 10, 15 minute walk, come back. Or just when you come back, just do a quick glance, you can tell. And if you can't, that just, it requires just more experience. Got it. When any, when any thoughts on that? Cause I know you like looking at the one on the five. Uh, like you said, you know, it has to do with prediction, Condi. So you know that, you know, when you get more experience on charting, let's say, for example, you're trying to do a uh, one-minute trade <clears throat> to the upside. So again, I'm, I'm going to speak in general term, okay? So you know that most of the time, you need the five-minute stoke to be below 20, kind of thing, yeah? So if you see five-minute stoke, let's say that it's above 80, and then, you know, if you, you know, say it's long enough, you know that it typically, on average, takes about eight to 10 candles for that five minutes. So, well, it doesn't matter what time frame, right? Usually it's about on average, right? A, a normal move, it's about eight to 10 candles kind of thing for the five minutes stoke or 230 stoke. It doesn't matter what chart to go from um, 80 to 20. So then I know, okay, let's say it's 10 candles. No, that's an hour. I don't want to sit there for an hour trying to, to you know, stare at it for that, you know, uh, <laughs> reset, right? Before, uh, you know, it's more favorable condition for me to take that one minute trade upside. So a lot of time in the hour, you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll take Mochi, we'll walk and go hang out. I'll go downstairs, you know, I'll call Hanson, which is chit chat, you know, because I know there's nothing going to be interesting for an hour. Right. So, so with experience, uh, you know, when you understand certain conditions, um, you know, you, you need certain conditions on, on indicators for you to get higher batting average on a specific entry chart. Okay, then, then, you know, there's something like, as an example, that can help you. You don't need to sit there for an hour watching that five minutes still reset from 80 to 20. <clears throat> and, you know, on cool. the other side of that, the, the mental endurance that can be trained. When I started watching the one minute, even my buddies and thing, you know, five minute, by the end of the day, I'm like, man, I am pooped, <laughs> right? Like, I'm just, you know, I'm not physically tired, but mentally, I'm just tired. I, you know, you do that for three, four, five years, kind of like, oh, this is normal, right? So just like physical endurance, mental endurance can be trained. And, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll close with thought, okay? I, I don't want you guys to think that you have to stare at, uh, and I, I emphasize this a few times on the coaching call, okay? You do not need to trade the intraday charts to do well. Um, if you never, you know, go below 55 or 233, you can do phenomenally well in this endeavor. Okay. You got your foundational setup, you know, there's enough before you trade. So, you know, and then we, we'll talk more about this specifically in the training psychology class. You got to match your personal training style, um, you know, to your personality. Some people, right. What the, the personalities are, it's just that, you know, it's painful for them to, to, to sit there and know and watch in today. They much more enjoy the, um, you know, bigger chart, uh, more the gurrier and type of trade, right. Longer time frame. Um, so that's okay. They, they can do very well. Some people, you know, they don't mind doing the scalping intraday. That's okay. But it is absolutely not a requirement for you to, you know, um, stare intraday chart in order to do well. It is a phenomenal practice, you know, in the sense of um, it gives you real-time feedback pretty quickly. Okay. And assuming it's kind of, it sounds like there's something you like with experience, one, you can build a mental endurance. And two, you understand that, you know, <laughs> Unless certain conditions are met on the chart, you don't need to sit there and watch it. Hopefully that helps. 
Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, Connie, the other thing that comes out that comes from when you do the the down on the smaller time frames, there's a good and a bad to it. You know, the good is that you get a lot of work done. In that, you know, you've got 390 candles in a day that come at you. That's the equivalent of ballpark a year and a half on the daily chart. The downside is that as it's coming at you so quick and as you get accustomed to it, now when you go back to the daily chart, good Lord, is it boring and is it slow? Now, the other thing that crops up is when you're down on the, when you're on the bigger charts, a daily chart, the awesome thing is that you get 17 and a half hours from the time the market closes until it opens the next day for your brain to run through the gamut of emotions, everything from your God's gift to trading from you're the dumbest guy that ever walked the face of the earth. You're going to make a bazillion dollars. You're going to lose your ass. Everything in between runs through your brain and that's 17 and a half hours when you've got an open trade. When you're down on the one minute, you got 59 seconds. And so, and you learn to be reactive you, you, you anticipate, not anticipate, you look at it and say, I know what's going to happen. And you react and you just tell yourself, if it does this, I'm out. And you learn to develop that discipline. So now when you're up on the larger time frames, there's no hesitation. Because, and because you learned on the smaller time frames, you know there's another trade coming. So if you miss one or you get it wrong or have a loss, it doesn't matter. There's going to be another one coming up real quick. And the same thing is true on the daily. You know there's another one coming. It may not be at the speed that you want it, but there is another trade coming. Yeah, something to, to watch out for, Condi, right? This is for people that <clears throat> like the intraday stuff. If you focus, you know, I, I will step back, right? I, I, you know, per lamb, okay, I, which is the way I was taught. And, I, you know, he's right. You, you want to understand the ACCAT relationship on the bigger chart first, meaning weekly down to 55. Okay, if you don't understand that on the big chart, if you are not getting, um, you know, consistent break rate and win rate, going down the intraday, it's going to hurt you. Um, you know, that being said, right, let's assume your batting average is good on a big chart, win rate is good, you go to intraday. Um, one thing you want to be careful is if you do too much intraday, you can be used to that speed and that's going to mess up your patience on the big chart. Okay. Um, you know, because you, you're used to getting, you know, hey, man, I'm in and out kind of thing. And then that, that can mess with you on a big chart trade. The, the reverse can also happen. Okay. Um, you know, let's say that, you know, you, you, you're okay with a bigger chart kind of thing. You're an intraday trade and it's not really working. Right. It's kind of going against you. You go, oh, okay. Yeah. It's only been, you know, whatever, 20 minutes, you know, because when you do a 55 trade, let's say, for example, each candle is about an hour, 55 minutes. So you go, ah, okay, it's only been, um, you know, 20 minutes. I'm all right. Let me, let me see what happens. Uh, no, you know, you know, in that 20 minutes, that's 21 minute candles. Okay. So, so you got to look at candle count. So that's where the, you know, big chart can, can mess with your intraday small chart trade kind of thing. So you just got to be aware of, um, you know, these things kind of thing. every pro has a con yeah thank you so much i gotta say after i started intraday it feels a lot more calming because it just feels like if i miss one there's gonna be another one coming again versus with the bigger chart 
if I miss the Super 6 move, you're just like, goddamn, another month. So, yeah, yeah. I really like intraday stuff. It's, it's really cool. Thank you so much. But the, the downside to the intraday is you got to sit there. You, you're committing, you're creating a job for yourself. You just got to be aware. Yeah. And you say, well, it's, you know, if you like doing it, you got the time, that's great. But at some point, as you know, life life gives you change opportunities, whatever that may be, you may not want to be sitting there as frequently as frequently as you're willing to now. And so you have to be able to trade the bigger time frames. Any there other questions? You trade, Condi, between the yeah. super sixes, even if you miss super six trade, I guarantee you, oftentimes you can find another trade from the current super six and next super six <laughs> on a big chart. <laughs> Thank you, Kongdi. Any other questions before we call it a night? All right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you in what do we got? About uh, a couple of weeks, whenever the next uh, um, Wednesday webinar is. And then we'll see you in a uh, or talk to you in about a month or so when we do the July fast track. Have a good month. Happy Fourth of July, and uh, we'll be in touch. Talk soon. Take care. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks,